Welcome to Soul Science, the shift, the tribe, the movement. May you live soul truth. Live from Los Angeles, welcome to Soul Society, the number one spiritual leaders community in the world. We are committed to empowerment, enlightenment, and entrepreneurship. This is Dr. Aaron, Dr. Divinity, founder of Good Morning La La Land and Soul Society. And I am so excited because we come together each day to know the truth, live on spiritual principle, and align with universal law. So today's topic is meditation. Are you kidding me? Meditation has been the foundational work for everything in my life. So years back, um, after I know you guys probably know my story of having a stillborn at the age of 22, I began to reach out, um, trying to find answers for my own suffering and my own healing. And I could not afford therapy at that point in time. I actually waited tables when I was in my 20s and just didn't have any money. And quite frankly, my family didn't have any money. And so I began to read books. And one of the common denominators that I found in books was that the great minds all meditated. And I found the great book by um, Deepak Chopra on the um, spiritual laws. And he said to meditate for 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the evening. And that really was the foundation that set me on the track of my spiritual work. Once I found my subconscious work and um, diving into track, into tracking my DNA, that was the the quantum leap for my spiritual work. But the meditation has always been the foundational work and the stable work that I always come back to. So let's do this thing. So um, Emily Caddy said, in daily meditation lies the secret power. And I could not um, agree more. So I call meditation the infinite journey because it really, I believe you can go anywhere. If you spend enough time in meditation, I believe you can truly reach enlightenment. And But I do think that if you do your inner reprogram the subconscious mind and your DNA tracking work, you can do probably um, uh, what you'd have to take about 20 years of meditation to do in about a year or two in subconscious work, in my opinion. And I've done both. I've been meditating for over 20 years now. And I've done many, many years of, of, of tracking the DNA and doing subconscious work. So but let's get into meditation, because I truly believe that it's something that is uh, a foundational work for all of us, just for our sanity in today's world. So let's begin by um, with a, a story. And um, it's, it supposedly happened on May 25th, 1955. And they were building this new building in the Vaharn, I believe it's called, at a temple that had been constructed to house a 9.8 foot tall plaster Buddha statue. It was, I think it was like on these big grounds and they put a building there to to house this, um, this you know, timeless piece that they didn't know how, how old it was yet. And rumor has it that during the move of moving this plastered uh, Buddha into the new building, uh, the ropes broke and the statue crashed a bit down on the ground. And it kind of cracked the outer shell. And underneath, they noticed that there was a shining object, which appeared to be a pure golden Buddha worth about $250 million. This is a true story. And the origin of the statue was uncertain, but it believed that it had been made sometime around the 13th or 14th century. And then they plastered over it to prevent its theft from the Burmese invaders during the um, deconstruction of, of the kingdom in 1867. And so this golden Buddha had become a symbol for the awakening that is revealed through meditation. It became this kind of, you know, they revered this Buddha and the golden, uh, the gold underneath it, showing, having it be like a symbol 
um, and a metaphor for for what you know what we experience in our awakening. We have this kind of outer shell, this ego, this divided self, this falsity, if you will. But if we pull back the layers, um, like a you know like the layers of an onion or the layers of plaster of that Buddha. Through meditation, we begin to break down the walls of falsity, the false identifications, and we begin to restore the true identity, the I am identity. We come to this golden, pure state that we live in. And this is the precious Buddha that lives within all of us. And I'm a true believer that it's all consciousness, whether it's Christ consciousness, Buddha consciousness, whatever, it all comes down to one spirit and one consciousness, which is pure consciousness, the knowingness of the entire universe and beyond. So this practice of meditation, as we chip off the outer shell, which divides us from a purity and divine state of oneness, we begin to reveal our true selves to ourselves. And so establishing a meditation practice is really the daily spiritual practice of really merging the divided self with the true self, the lower self, the higher self. This is what we call the yoga. This is true yoga. Yoga is a mindful practice. We in the West have turned it into a physical practice. But yoga originally was really the merging of of the individual consciousness with the cosmic consciousness. So I believe it's really all of it is merging the individual, understanding the subconscious and aligning with the cosmic consciousness and the collective consciousness and all having it be one. And in this divine moment, having an enlightenment, a moment of realizing you're all of it and that your consciousness created the entire universe. And that's your true state. You are divine, you are this pure consciousness, you're God, you're, you're the infinite, you are that. And um, if it, you know, otherwise you, you, you believe in duality, you believe in division, you, you know, you, you believe in something that is, that would make it um, a divided universe and divided experience. And so I don't believe that I believe it is all one divine creation, and that we can have the experience of, of not being divine. But the truth is, we're always divine. So meditation for me is the foundation work of all of it. So what is meditation and how does it work, right? So again, meditation is the medium where the individual self and the higher self meet joining into one. This is the uniting of the divided self with the divine self. And so meditation involves a spectrum, in my opinion. When we think about meditation, I always use the metaphor of you and the sun above, right? So imagine you're sitting there and above you is the sun. Whether there's clouds in the way or not, there can be clouds. And we call the clouds almost like the limiting beliefs. But the sun's always shining. It doesn't matter if there's clouds or not clouds. You always have your true self, your higher self. And so meditation is kind of a way of clearing out those clouds and realigning to the truth, which is we're an all-knowing, powerful spiritual being with the infinite, infinite givingness of that sun aspect of ourself that is that is sun, which is spirit. And so this is our work to do if we choose to. There's nothing wrong. It's all spiritual. It's not like you're better or worse if you're not, you know, knowing and experiencing yourself as a oneness. It's just for most people, it releases all suffering. It releases all angst. It releases the fear. And so it's kind of more enjoyable to go through life when you've, uh, you know, experienced your oneness and your greatness, because then you just are in this world, but not of this world, right? The point of meditation is to dive and spend more and more time and experience in the spiritual realm so that you can come back into this experience of being in the physical realm and really understand that it's all one and that you're not ever in this world. You're always, you're always in the spiritual and the physical that is all one. So there's all types of meditation. 
And again, there's a spectrum, right? So if you take a look and, and say on one spectrum of meditation, there's emptying the mind, completely emptying the mind, letting go of all thoughts and allowing the truths of the universe to stream in. On the other side of the spectrum, there's single focused meditation. This is where mantra comes in and really getting your visioning intact where you can vision and impress upon your subconscious and universal law to manifest and demonstrate what you want. And there's all kinds of types in between there. There's transcendental, contemplative, reflective, mantra, walking, tantra, worship, yoga, focused attention, chakra, kundalini, third eye, mindfulness, gazing, zen, breath work, sound healing, da 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 da. It goes on and on. There's all there's infinite ways of meditating, okay, hundreds of ways for sure. And it's really up to you to know which spectrum you want to be on. But for me, I believe you should do both. You should spend some time really emptying the mind and going to silent meditation, and some time being single centered focused and, and really directing the mind. And there is a difference. Okay, so meditation serves you on every potential conceivable level, literally, it will transform your life if you get into meditation. There is all kinds of scientific studies of how it helps grow the gray matter, helps connect nerve endings. Um, Harvard says that one of the two, you know, most important things for CEOs in today's world is meditation and building their intuitive factor. So clearly meditation is no longer for the woo-woo people. Quieting the mind is an absolute necessity in the Harvard world, okay? I'm sorry, in the Harvard, in the new, in the, in the modern world, right? Stress, anxiety, feeling overwhelmed, all these things can be um, dealt with through meditation. John Hopkins University looked at approximately 19,000 meditation studies, and they found 47 of the studies actually met their criteria. But they found this. They found that mindfulness meditation can ease psychological stresses, basically. And the reality is that 90% of people who go to doctors are stress-related. So it affects everything, bottom line, okay? So let's get into this as far as meditation and what you can actually do. Okay. We also know that when you're getting into your place, what I recommend is having a space that you meditate in. I used to have a place in my walk-in um, closet. You can set a space up in the you know corner of your room, but I recommend being the same place each time so that you can get kind of an energetic field around it. So you can set certain times, whether it be 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening, working up to 30 minutes in the morning and evening or doing more. You know, if you're a master, a lot of masters have to go for hours and hours um, and kind of let go of the world mentally to be able to come back into it. So if you get in there and you start doing meditation, one of the greatest kind of distinctions that really helped me because I had so much mind chatters, like the monkey mind would go and it was really hard to meditate. And one of the things that helped me the most was the distinction of being the observer. And what you do is when you get into meditation is as your mind is getting loud, as you're feeling that monkey mind, just beginning to observe your thoughts and not entangling them, just observe them, be like, this is interesting, this is fascinating, but don't entangle them. And if you entangle them, all of a sudden you realize you're in some mental picture, the future, the past, whatever, just go, oh, breathe again, come back to the present and observe where you got entangled in your thoughts, breathing back into the present moment. So today's daily spiritual practice, of course, is to meditate. So today's universal law is a law of giving and receiving. And this states that the universe doesn't know the difference between giving or receiving. They're both divine exchanges of energy, the experience of love. For us to receive, we must give and vice versa. The extent to which you give what you desire equals the degree to which the universe will abundantly shower you 
with what you desire. This is the interchange of currency of the flow of prosperity. And this is really what you're doing in meditation. It's a relationship. It's a relationship between you and your higher self. And so just like all relationships, it's not going to be good if only one person's talking. It's not going to be good if only one person is receiving, right? So there's a give and take. There's a receiving and giving back and forth. And there's a time to listen to your higher self. And there's a time to speak to your higher self, right? So emptying the mind is really about listening. Empty without any any conditions, without any agenda, and just being a silence to be a listening for your higher self. And then the single pointed centeredness meditation, it's about really communicating to your higher self what you are creating and what you're committed to and what your intention is. Okay, so practice meditating today. So go and I would recommend setting up a place in your closet or your room or whatever. Take 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening, begin with that. Just position yourself in cross-legged position or sit on the chair. Make sure your spine's erect. Breathe into the nose, out through the mouth, and begin to observe your mind chatter, bring your focus back to the breath. And if your mind wanders, simply observe and bring it back to the present, okay? So just there's no wrong way of meditating. It's really just going in there, spending time. It's like, I always say, it's kind of like going into the ocean. The first time you go in the ocean, it can be scary. The waves are scary. But as you build your, your knowingness around the ocean, you get back in over and over again, you begin to master the ocean. Next thing you know, you're body surfing or you're surfing or you're swimming out into those big waves. It's because you have had a, you've built a relationship with the ocean. So meditation, it's all about a relationship. So you spend more time in that relationship. The more you invest in that relationship, the stronger the bond is going to be in that relationship. So I really, really hope that for anyone, a wish is for them to do their subconscious work and also to build their meditation practice, two things that have completely given me a life beyond my wildest dreams. So have a beautiful day and may you live your truth. Thanks again for tuning in to Dr. Aaron and Soul Society podcast. I'd like to invite you to write a review on iTunes. Also, I have a free gift for you, a money meditation and worksheet which you can find at soulciety.com. That's www.soulciety.com or 30 Guided Meditations at drerin.tv. That's www.drerin.tv. We also hold monthly Soul Society events that are all about transformation and building extraordinary community. You can also watch me live daily on goodmorninglalaland.com or Instagram at drerin.tv. Grab your free manifestation masterclass with the purchase of my international best-selling book, Awakening, a 40-day guide to unleashing your spiritual powers, life purpose, and manifesting your dreams at aaronfallhaskell.com forward slash awakening book.